We're finally doing the podcast I've been wanting to do forever. Yep, we're going to go in through every episode of the 11 seasons of MASH. It's great. I mean, the character of Hawkeye. Wait, what? Not not that show. Oh, the other show. All right, we'll do the other show. This is the Bennett Brothers podcast for the Marvel TV series Hawkeye. Not Hawkeye and BJ. Not Colonel Potter. Not Klinger. Not any of the rest of the gang. How old is this podcast? <laughs> and I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Jerry Bennett. And I'm Joel Bennett. Thank you for joining the the Bennett Bro podcast. You know, hey, what's up, bro? I don't like this. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, you're Bennett doing tr- Bro. We've the, been, we've, the, we we started this the podcast. The tracksuit dra- Draculas. Or as they're called in this, the tracksuit mafia. Yeah. We started this podcast, and they can finally do it. The Bennett Bro podcast. This is great. Bro. 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 You can check us out on uh, on Twitter at Bennett Bro Pod. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it finally paid off. Ugh. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we are a podcast dedicated to everything Marvel Cinematic Universe. Everything we've done, everything. Well, we haven't done some of the early movies because we started this later on, but we've done everything up to a point. Even in humans, even in humans. So we're going to talk about the Marvel's latest offering. Well. Yeah, latest offering, Hawkeye. Six episodes. This is the first two combined, but this will be six episodes, so five podcasts. They also did announce, not going to get to news this month, but they announced that it's going to be seven episodes of The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, we'll see how they get Ooh. released, but that was just told, so that's coming up after all of this. Yeah, well, right after this But before this is, this is... Well, right after this Spider-Man. is Spider-Man. Yeah. Did you get your tickets yet? No. There's, I'm going on Thursday. Uh, we're going to Fox Lake, so if anyone wants to see... Uh, Jeff and I are going there, because... You already get your tickets? Oh, yeah. They're always uh, uh, Lake in the Hills, sold out. For every Gone. show? Yep. Till through on when? Thursday. On Thursday. Oh, yeah, I'm not worried well, about Well, I'm that. going to see it Thursday because welcome to Spoiler Land. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Damn right? it! <laughs> God damn it. Right, this is the hey, one well, movie. Well, let, well let, me, let me be the first to say, thank you, Joel, for picking up your brother a ticket. Thank well, you. Well, we're so going much. during the day. Yeah, I can uh, do that. You can do that? Yeah, I work from home. But you want to see it with your boys, and I don't know if they're available during the day. I don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be spoiled. I don't care about that. Oh, no. <laughs> this is going to blow. Because I can't. Oh, it's going to be like Sunday night. I'm going to know everything. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. no. I think IMAX so, in, in Bar- South Barrington has tickets still. There were a couple more seats available at the 3 o'clock show at Fox Lake. So if you want to get them. Are you going to Lake in the Hills? Or? We're going to Fox Lake. Because oh, Lake, Lake in the Hills sold out I know, I know. for Thursday. Uh, South Barrington. Was... I'm gonna have to go on a media blackout for for three days. Yeah, good three luck. Days. Good luck. Oh. <laughs> I almost want to stop the podcast so I can go get ticked. I can't. The kids are oh, this... kids. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. This is wrecking the podcast. Why did you do this to me right now? Oh my god. I just thought about it. Anyways, uh, so that's going to come oh, yeah, So, so anyways, for, a stupid Hawkeye show. Wait whatever. The, I can't wait for a Spider-Man podcast that I'm going to do by myself on Thursday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> I'm going to have to be in a box somewhere, not listen to anything. Good Lord. Wait, what's going on? Isn't like your birthday right there? Yeah, well, we're going on the, the 16th. Yeah, my birthday is coming up after that. So. I'm going I'm to schedule some sort of birthday thing on the 16th. <laughs> Good luck. During the day. Yes. Yeah, yeah, old, sorry. It's all old, day. We're going Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, showbiz pizza. <laughs> we'll go to Volo Auto Museum. <sighs> yeah, throwing that out there. Volo Museum. Stay tuned for our commercial. Uh, that's, a deep, that's a deep anyway, cut. Anyways. Hawkeye TV series came out. First two episodes. Um, 
they kind of we don't really don't really know the run times of all of these other ones. I've heard something about eighty minutes for the next two, which could be you know broken up in like fifty and thirty or whatever. But we'll see what happens. This length was like that's watching so a movie. You, that's so funny. You bring up the run times. I wasn't even aware of the run times watching these you first two episodes. You would be if they were only. 30 minutes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It's like, remember when, we, I'm, I'm thinking back to when you watch WandaVision or mm-hmm. even when we watched uh, The Mandalorian. You're like, this is so, it's over. It's over. And like, this didn't have it. Also, you got to watch two long episodes yeah. in a row. You're right, you're right. So that's why you weren't aware. I was very satisfied, yes. though. That's why I definitely wasn't aware. So yeah, the Hawkeye new TV show came out, taking place uh, present day. <laughs> whatever present day is this time. So we're going to spoil the heck out of it. If you have any questions or anything you want to let us know or talk about this, go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Bennett Brothers Podcast, or send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. I already mentioned our Twitter account, at Bennett Bros Pod. I don't know why I keep saying it, bro. Like it's... I'm not You're good losing at saying me. It. Yeah, I'm losing you. So we're gonna we're gonna dive right into this. I don't think we're gonna talk about any more news. We'll talk about it next week. So that way we have a little bit more time to fill. But since we're shoving in two episodes right now we're gonna dive right in what'd you think of this show yeah good stuff this is were you familiar at all with the storyline no. this is the written by matt fraction and i want to say david aja did the artwork i, I, I could be wrong on that but it's a, it was a, a series that only came out about a few years ago the reason it's interesting and this is very faithful to the tracksuit mafia part of that and everything were it, they dracu were they vampires they're track, no they're just that's what they're called oh. but they they all wear the same suits they all say bro it's all it's, it's a yeah. funny it's a funny scene series uh what's interesting about it is in the marvel comics hawkeye is not married he's a single bachelor so it really works that he's in that apartment he's he's in this apartment building and having issues and it's all about being in this one building for the most part Marvel Cinematic Universe has combined the Ultimate Universe Hawkeye and this one to give him the family and everything. So I felt like there was a point where they were doing the beginning of this and going, hey, he's got a family, but we really want to just spend a little time with him and then we can go, okay, they're gone. So we can actually get to the storyline that's from the comic book. And I'm okay with that. We we've, Marvel Cinematic Universe has changed things up all over the place from the comics. And you know what? It, it it's, it's worked. Do you like the character of Kate Bishop? I do. Do you like the fact that she has the exact same name and she didn't choose another name? Because I hate that. I hate that you go, Hawkeye. No, the girl Hawkeye. Well, they haven't, they haven't referred to her as Hawkeye yet. Uh, it's coming. Because uh, in the comics, they're both called we'll Hawkeye. We'll see what they do. Again, it's two they've Spider- cha- they Spider-Man. I know. It's like, it's like at least when they had the... Uh, uh, Riri Williams become Williams uh, become Iron Man for a short time. Then eventually she became Iron Heart, which is her TV series mm-hmm. coming. And that was great, but it's like otherwise you have to refer to the gender or the ethnicity well, with these. Well, and I hate DC that. is Robin. You have to refer to different Robins. That's the Tim Drake Robin. You know, that's the Dick Grayson Robin. No, Dick Grayson is now Nightwing. I know, but he's referred to that. But if you were talked about a Robin, you have to specify which You've Robin you're talking the one. about. <laughs> I hate the fact that Caper Ship doesn't have a character name. I love the character. She's part of the Young Avengers. It's a great sequence. They're building these young. Avengers characters. I just want her to have, you know, another name well, other than girl. Let's Hawkeye. see what they do with it. But they haven't done. I mean, in the comic well, here. Books so that being said, how many people are going to be Ronin? You have to refer to who's Ronin in the comic books, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit. What did you think of the show? I really enjoyed it. It's a different feel. Had some great laughs to it. I like. It, it was interesting where they were spending time. I'm almost like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm enjoying the Kate Bishop setup and everything like that. But then we get to Hawkeye. I'm like, hey, let's spend more time with him. But then Kate Bishop was done well enough that I was enjoying it. I thought some of the problems I had with the show, and they're very minor, was I thought like some of the action editing in the footage was just cut, 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 cut too much. Like, I, and, and she's wearing the Ronan outfit. I'm thinking specifically when she's in the wine sequence where I, I could follow it, but it was muddy 
and it wasn't at a caliber that I was kind of hoping that the action would show it a little bit more. I mean, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi has has set the bar. I know it's a movie show, but like when you start doing this, the lower action, I mean, the the, the arrow stuff's all, all solid. It was just the, I just couldn't follow the fight as well as I wanted to, considering like the opening of the show, open with that long shot special effect thing where you're like, oh, here we go. And you could absorb everything you're seeing in there. And then this was cut, cut, cut because, you know, we're having a stunt woman or whatever it was, or just, it was just dark. And I, I that, again, small point, but I'm going to pay more attention to that, see if that's something that maybe this show just doesn't have as good a fight choreography as it should have, because this is a character that, you know, is going to be doing hand to hand combat stuff. Well, we're going to already start to disagree because I thought the fight sequences were really well done. You got to see how inexperienced she was at fighting, but still could hold her own against minions, basically. Uh, but we, we'll 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 talk about that here as we dive into it. So let's let's uh, without further ado, let's uh, take this away. First episode is called "Never Meet Your Heroes." Uh, that's not always true. Jerry met me, and he seems to be doing good with it. So there All you right. go. It's true. These these episodes are directed by Reese Thomas. He's also an executive producer on this. Uh, he is directed. He directed a bunch of Saturday Night Lives. Okay. And he also directed a bunch of documentary nows. Great show. Is that does that does that blow you away a little bit? Like you could see some of the humor in there with this, and so he but he's not he hasn't done a ton of stuff. He's done a ton of Saturday Night Live, which is crazy. Uh, the head writer for this is Jonathan Igla. He he hasn't done a ton of stuff, but he was one of the main writers for Mad Men, which that's kind of doing some stuff. Yeah, that's kind <laughs> that's of that's a really well written show. We get our opening montage, and just want to point out in this opening montage, Shang Chi is in it. So they've added a clip from at least one clip from Shang. Yes, in the logo montage. And this episode starts off in the year 2012, Battle of New York. We get to see young Kate Bishop. She's she's listening to her mother, uh, Eleanor Bishop, who's played by Vera Farmiga, who is from the Conjuring movies. Meet Joe Black. She's also in uh, the Many Saints of Newark. She plays Tony's mom. Oh boy, yeah. Oh boy, you. She's fantastic. And the dad is Derek Bishop. Who's played by Brian Darcy James, who is a Broadway actor. He was in, uh, he played Shrek in the Broadway <laughs> show he of played Shrek. Shrek in Beetlejuice. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's fantastic. <laughs> no, he's 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 done a ton of stuff. He's the original he's the original uh, uh, King James in Hamilton, King James, uh, George, King George. Thank you. And in Hamilton, he he's a fan- he's like Broadway legend stuff. So he's it's awesome to see him in there. There's a little moment here. We're not going to dive into all this because we got two episodes to get through. But there was a little moment in here I thought was interesting when they're arguing and they realize she's listening in. And Derek's like, hey, should we go uh, see her? And Eleanor's like, who are we kidding? Like saying you should go. Saying that they don't really have a good relationship, the mom and the daughter. And we see that a little bit later when she's like, moms are cool too. And she does the f- she flips whatever, that, a piece of cereal or something into her mouth. So it's it's interesting to see where this dynamic is going to go because I think the mother-daughter dynamic is important. Is going to be very It'll be important. interesting. In the comic books, her father is a... Uh, it has criminal ties. A little bit to that. The character Kate Bishop. And I'm not sure if the mother. I can't remember. I can't remember off the top mm-hmm. of my head with the mother, but the father's criminal ties. Apparently, this one looks like the father's dead, which he's dead clearly. Well, not, not clearly. But it's like also, is he dead from what happened there, or did mom take him out, and, or is he really dead? 
Yeah. Because so. we never saw a body. We obviously go to the cemetery here in a second. Before we go to the cemetery, I just want to talk, uh, finish talking about this opening scene here. There is a giraffe in her room, a stuffed giraffe, which like WandaVision, mm-hmm. there were giraffes everywhere. Not, not that, not, that's not important or anything. But we do get the Chari attack from a different point of view. This was movie quality level stuff. We get what's called, Jerry said, an uncut take, which is called a oneer. Yes. I don't know if you know. It's called a oneer where we don't, the camera doesn't cut, or so it looks like the camera doesn't cut, where she's running around the apartment. This was awesome. It really was. She, when she sees the point of view of Hawkeye fighting on the from top of the roof, of view, yes. from her point of view, that yeah, was awesome. And people have lined this up. This I've actually seen, works. Yeah. So the Chitari that explodes when it's coming at her is the Chitari that gets shot down when he does his no look attack. When he just looks and he doesn't look and he just shoots and it blows up. That's what it lines up to. I love this, Jerry. I absolutely love this. I would love I would love more of this. Other people's point of views from different scenes from different Marvel movies. We go to the cemetery. Derek Bishop is dead. Is he really dead though? And we find out Kate wants to protect her family. This is yes, the birth has, of a superhero. And she has athletic ability. She's you know, we saw trophies and stuff in mm-hmm. there, so yeah, she's got that. And then speaking of seeing things we get our opening credit sequence here where throughout the opening sequence we get sort of a montage of kate growing up and getting her abilities fencing karate or judo uh, archery and it's also designed to look very similar to the comic book uh, drawing art style and everything which the people the guys created them they got a a hearty thank you we're going to go over here and make millions of dollars like maybe give them some money did they not get any money? They get a nice... Oh, I did read a yeah. tweet where they're like, like, it'd be hey, nice to get paid. It'd be nice to get paid, you know, that you're using my storyline and everything. That's been whatever. a thing forever with comic books is oh, yeah. authors... You get you go to a company, their... you go to a company and you're a work for hire and then and then the company sells the stuff over here, you know, I, I you know, that's a, that's a long... I know, that's, it's, I, it's that's fascinating. That's a whole podcast. It's itself. fascinating though yeah. because it looks like it's still going on and now in the movie world. Well, it's been going on for decades and decades and decades and decades, but... Now that there's a voice out there, corporations like something like a Disney would go, uh, maybe we should, you know, do something here so we don't get bad press because you mm-hmm. know we have oh, yeah. vocal vocal options out there now. So we go to present day. I'm present guessing, day, yes. Which is when? It's I think it's between 2023 and 2024. I've heard it's, it was it's, two it's years, Christmas. I heard it was two years after the snap. So that would put it at 2024 Christmas. Something like that, you know. It's it's hard to say. It's funny how like it, the five year later was so when we saw the movie, it's like oh my god, that's so far later. And then the COVID happened in real life, so like another year is like all of a sudden everybody's like, actually, we're now only like three years away from that. We're not that much mm-hmm. farther behind anymore. I wonder if we'll ever catch up. Do you, think, do you think that'll ever happen? Where it's like, I think they should stay away from dates. I think they should just go present day. You just don't you do that anymore. Mind. I don't think you should do that anymore. It's just that's that's comic books don't do that. Comic books are a ten-year sliding scale, but comic books can do that because the drawings don't age. Actors age. You're, it's and true. For, until you I start will say Rhodey, Rhodey looks so much older than he did from the first movie, than he from the second movie, and so did uh, Incredible Hulk. Get he out of so, here! Well, that's right, the it's actors. different actors. You know, like different comic book artists. Boo Ernst. I get out of here. I want. So you're saying you never want to see Ch- well, Chacal, Chacala? I'm not saying. I'm not saying Tony. that they you can't do. You want this. Tony Stark to meet Reed Richards and have that sequence? Well, I'm not, not saying. I'm not saying it. that they can't do this, or they, they can write a storyline where they pull another Iron Man from a different universe and he just looks different. But don't you, you know? want? Like, this I, Iron I can understand don't that. Don't you want to see this? Iron I don't Man's know. History I don't know because you know what? I'm 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 getting older. Eventually, 
I'm gonna die, and I want just one complete story. I don't want it. To, I don't want it to flip around and like all of a sudden we're doing a. Re- I can't die. We're doing a re- I haven't seen the new Star Wars '92 yet. <laughs> well, I mean, there, this is totally off track. Maybe we should do a Patreon for this. Like, is there was there a show you were happy to be alive for? Like, imagine if you would have died before Lost. the end of Lost. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought about it. <laughs> no, I thought about it. Thought or about Endgame. It. If you died in between Infinity War and Endgame, like, oh. or before George R. R. Martin dies before he finishes Game of Thrones. <laughs> That's going to happen. Yes. So, <laughs> All right. So present day, we present see day. a sign of Obadiah Stain's Stain Tower. Yeah. Obadiah. Which... Actually, in the fine print, it talks about Obadiah Stain. So this makes me question, was Obadiah ever outed, outed as a bad guy? Probably not. And he was just left to get his praise and they never went. Yeah. He was a terrible human being. Interesting. Kate destroys a bell tower here. So that's how this kind of starts off. This is where she gets sent from school. He has her friends Greer and Franny. Greer. And Franny, the the common name Franny, that was modern Greer day. is in the comic books. Do you know who that, do you have that written down? I do not have that. Oh, I, the character of Greer is a Marvel comic. Oh, I looked that up. Character. I did not see that. Uh, I'll look it up while you continue on. She goes back to New York. We get our bunch of Christmas stuff. So this is a Christmas television show, which I love. Can you name the other Marvel Marvel uh, MCU that took place in Christmas? There you go. Good job. Okay, Greer is a Greer Grant. Greer, yes. No, Greer Grant, and that is actually the character of Tigra, who is oh. an Avengers West Coast character, very famous one, big in the 80s and the 90s. Like from Wonder Woman, right? That's Tigra, right? No, get out of here. You know, you don't, that's oh. Chitara or Cheetah. Oh, Not sorry. Chitara. Chitara is the Thundercats. No, Chitara is Thundercats. Cheetah. This is a, that's. Yes. Yep. She's been in. She looks, yeah, she looks like in. Cheetah, yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with Hellcat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we're we're in New York and we get to see Rogers the musical, at least uh, a, a musical number from it. Wonderful sequence, the reveal of Hawkeye here watching it, comedy gold when they pan the camera pans mm-hmm. over to see him. Because he's there with his three kids, three imaginary children. So is he watching this episode with the sound off? The watching this episode, watching this music with the sound off the whole time. Well, I don't. Okay, let's I was let, let's confused. briefly have this conversation about his hearing. In the comic books, he had no problem with his hearing. Until he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they basically said it was an explosion or something, and they threw this. This was late, late, like, you know, after 50 years of the character, 40 plus years of the character, and he has a hearing thing. And then in the Hawkeye comic book, something else happens to him very graphically. Uh, oh, most graphically. Yeah. So I don't want to say what it is because it may show up in one of these episodes, but it definitively damages his, his hearing. And again, comics. Until he's not, yeah, uh, you know. So, well, the, so, so the the fact Iron that Iron Man, they can they can heal anything. Yeah. So, so so, so he's he. We'll see if his ears get damaged even further, uh, and if they don't, I'll mention what it is later. But I, I think uh, it's interesting. They finally do explain mm-hmm. nonchalantly. Yeah. Oh, his ears are bad. But I think they could have. They, and they do explain it in this because they show us a montage of very movie sure, yeah. stuff. I wish it was just how'd your ears get damaged? Oh, I was in the explosion of the Avengers compound when it when when the explosion happened. That's how my ears got damaged. I wish they pinpointed it just to that one. Like, that's just showing it tinnitus getting worse yeah. and worse. And yep, worse that's fine. So Rogers the musical. Joel loved this. I love this. The music's like out it. there. I could go into depth on this. I can. I can uh, tell you, th- so those actors on stage are not the actors who are actually singing it. They did get Broadway-caliber actors to sing it, like Adam Pascal. It's like Chris Evans was... played Thor in the makeup there. It was Chris yeah, Evans. that's right. People yeah. thought that. Yeah, no, that was not him. Uh, Adam Pascal, he's he's one of the main singers. 
on the actual track. He he originated one of the main characters in Rent, Anna Pascal's Broadway legend. Chris Sieber was in there. There's a bunch of other ones. Uh, so I, it was awesome. I've been listening to this song all the time. I think it's so campy he and listens so to fun. It all day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can listen to it all day. No, I, I thought I I thought it was awesome and. I would go see this musical. I would see an Avengers musical in a heartbeat. It was good. It got a little Broadway cheesy a little bit. You know, with no, the I love smash it. I love Hawkeye's it. He's a swell guy. Yeah. It was fine. Well, I, and I also like the fact that Ant-Man is there. And he's not, he wasn't even there. But or he was. was he? He? he was there after he time traveled back to go there. They time traveled and then he was in 2012. There was That's actually a, there was a thing that apparently Ant-Man and Wasp were originally going to be in the Avengers movie. Oh, yes. But they ended up getting written out because of the Ant-Man movie that was going so on. So much stuff to do. Edgar Wright was supposed to do Ant-Man. Ant-Man was supposed to come out one of the very first movies. And there's a whole thing with that. And, and the Wasp was going to be introduced in Avengers Age of Ultron. Because, again, this is these are original Avengers. And people are like, where are they? It's kind of like when the X-Men movies came out. And eventually they go, and we'll finally get there's to Angel. Angel. And it's like Angel, Beast, you know, Marvel Girl, Cyclops, and Iceman are the originals. But they didn't. You know, mm-hmm. This is very similar where people they just kind of bypassed Wasp and, and they replaced the Wasp basically with Black Widow to have that you know more yeah. newer character of the female representation in the first movie. One thing I would change about the scene is I wouldn't have just Clint there. I would have had another Avenger there watching this and like being all excited and into it, and they they could have let me at eye contact, and it could have been, it could have been Sam for all I care, and he's like yeah or something. I thought that would have been really funny, but. Uh, they didn't, but it's still. I thought it was still great, still great. He goes to the bathroom. He sees the graffiti of Thanos was right, which is interesting because they, he fought. He lost his best friend. You know, it's in based this, on something else. Vietnam vets coming. No, back. there was something else recently. Like somebody was right. I can't remember what it was. I'll, if I think about it, and the guy comes in wanting to take a selfie with very him, awkwardly. Which, yeah, I'm sure. I wonder if that's actually happened uh, to him in real life. Mm. Jeremy Renner. At the same time, Kate is getting off at the trans. She's getting off the train at the train station. She's walking underneath the bridge. Yeah, that the Avengers a, fought on, which I would have not known that if someone. It's not a real thing. That bridge doesn't exist in real life. You know that, right? That's not. That was. That's why they. It's all an effect. Are you being serious? No, I didn't think so. But like, this <laughs> is cool. Your face. Well, I, didn't, I wouldn't. I don't because I'm not from New York. What I don't know is, New don't York. Know. I know New York landmarks, and I've been to New York. But like, I would have never put that together. And the fact that New York people are like, "Oh, that's the same bridge." She's walking underneath it where they all assemble. I, I love that. That's cool stuff. She goes to Eleanor Eleanor's place, which is the same place from the beginning. It was to her mom. There are now swords everywhere around the apartment. We find out that Kate is rich. Uh, she her mom makes a mention. She goes, "You're rich. Like this is something like." And it's like okay, interesting. Yeah, kind of with the fact that she out. got brushed off with the whole taking down a, a clock tower. Yes, yes. And, yeah. yeah. We, by the way, we should mention that she had like a variation on a purple Hawkeye outfit all ready to go. Yeah. In that very first scene. Mm-hmm. Also, want to point out that the three kids who play the um, Clint's children are the same actors who played it in Endgame. So they're surprising the roles. It's great. And also, we get the dog. Lucky the pizza dog shows up. Not yet. But he's played by Jolt. Oh. A golden retriever. They had to put. They had to remove his eye for this, though. They He's did. really an <laughs> Good lord! Uh, we, but we do get introduced to Jack. They mention his name. I'm going to butcher it. Uh, Dequince, Dequince, Duquan. I don't know how to. D U Q E S N E. They meant. They say his name in the episode. And Let's I, just call him the Swordsman. Okay, what does that mean, Jerry? What is the Swordsman? Swordsman is a D-level Avenger. Has a history, specifically going back to the '60s. 
kind of a, a shady, cheesy character. His uncle or his father. I'm sorry, in the comic, in the show here, his uncle is the issue, but he has a father who was a villainous swordsman. swordsman. And uh, he's kind of been a good character, but there's always a little nebulousness to it and not a not a huge you know jump up character he never rose like hawkeye did hawkeye mm-hmm. again in the comics hawkeye started as a villain very brief briefly and they kind of wrote it off like it was uh, it really wasn't it kind of you know so that, that has happened though this this character is played by the actor tony dalton who i know best from uh lelo salamanca from better call saul, better call saul. salamanca it's fun to say it's a fun name to say we cut to a restaurant. We let's see. Wait, let's talk yeah. about the character. So Swordsman, the, yes. the whole the show, the character, they're clearly uh, like very broadly painting him like this guy's bad. This well, guy's I'm gonna, bad. I'm going to talk I'm, about. I'm saying, I have some points. Okay, I'm gonna say, I, think it, I think it's. A, I think story wise, I have thoughts on mm-hmm. him and the mother and what we're led to believe versus Jerry cynically knowing how TV and, and stories are told now. It's like if everybody's pointing left, it's on the right. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a lot of what is the bad in this. It's a mystery show again. Like WandaVision, but not not trying to figure out what's going on, but who is the bad guy. That was the same thing for uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier when we went and we were like, who's Sharon Carter? Who is the? Who that is was the minor f- though. This is a bigger. This is a bigger yeah. plot. De- uh, this is a bigger plot de- storytelling device as opposed to what? Well, yeah, they did that in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but that was more a smaller thing. This was more about a journey. That was more about an action. Journey. I remember the, the the flag smashers or whatever mm-hmm. they they were under until they went full evil. Mm-hmm. You know. <sighs> <laughs> at the restaurant Clinton is getting food with his kids they talk to Laura on the phone so Laura's back in this that's his wife I like that the show really focuses on Battle of New York in this so far not necessarily Thanos which that's fine I'm okay with that now we go to a big fundraising party we get to meet Armand his uh, Jack's uncle uncle who's played by Simon, Simon Cowell Call all C A L O W. I'm terrible at names. Yeah, you Sorry, <laughs> Tim. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, this this actor actually, the one I remembered him for specifically was he played Charles Darwin in the first season of Doctor Who when Doctor Who came back. But he's been in other things. Well, he's in The Witcher. Yes. Yeah, he's also he was also in the TV show Gallivant. Another musical reference. There you go. And this is Jack's uncle. Eleanor knows about the auction going on. Mm-hmm. She makes it because like she later on she goes I can't believe there's a black market auction like she knows because he goes hey I got to go to that event right now that's what Jack says and Eleanor doesn't go hey what event are you going no, to no no she she's, totally she's, knows she's, about this even shady. though she lies later she's on on the shady. phone yeah they're gonna I think they're I think they're I th- I think I could be wrong but I think they're leading towards a uh, dark territory mm-hmm. with her and this is when Kate meets Lucky the one eyed dog yes. she goes outside there's Lucky well, didn't, just no there. Clint Manor Clint met him met him when he was on the curb remember. He goes out and he sees the dog. Yes, yep. I, so he did see him yeah. right there, and that was that's You're why right. when he sees the dog later, he's like, "I can't get away from you." Yeah. What's up with that dog? You know more because of the comic books, but I, the dog happens to be in the right place at the right time for things, and starts biting a guy's leg randomly, and it happens to be the guy she needs to she confronts. I, there, what's up with this dog? What's going on? And then we get a little a big kind of plot moment here. Armand and Eleanor are arguing in the room, and Kate walks in, uh, kind of li- uh, listens in on that. What's up with that? We don't know yet. We're going to find out, hopefully, at some point. At the auction, we're in a stunning wine cellar. This wine cellar is the wine cellar of all wine cellars. It is amazing. And conveniently, Kate has been dressed like the help, mm-hmm. so that ma- makes that happen. I'm there. okay with that. That's fine. She did it to be uh, antisocial, and it works out perfectly for her. Uh, rich people are now buying dinosaur bones. 
I think that's actually a real world thing. What do you mean thing. now? I've yeah, been... that's, that's a real world thing. Although it makes me question, I go, they're buying dinosaur bones. Dinosaurs have been are a part of the Marvel Universe. We even know that from, well, I know this is not MCU anymore, but Runaways had a freaking dinosaur <laughs> in the show. <laughs> what I would love if they go, our next thing up to auction, all seven episodes of Marco Polo from Doctor Who that have been missing. Oh. <laughs> like, like, oh my God! <laughs> buy it, buy it. You can't post it online or tell anyone about it. No! No, no, no Jen! Jen. <laughs> so, but one of, the, one of the items being auctioned is the Ronin Blade. It was found in the wreckage of the Avengers compound. Big thing here is they they use they name drop the word Ronin for the first time. Jerry, we, who is Ronin? Ronin is a character that has been played by many different characters. It was in part of the New Avengers storybook that came out in the early 2000s, written by Brian Michael Bendis, and uh, the character has been uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, who quote unquote dies, eventually comes back as Ronin. Similar to how he comes back in the movie. There's another character called Echo who takes on the mantle of of that, which I think was a mistake. I think it was it was supposed to be Daredevil, and everybody guessed it was Daredevil in the comic books, and they said, "Oh, it's not Daredevil. It's this character, a female who looks nothing like that body shape." So all of a sudden, now the suit was like very masculine, and it was. But, but that's neither here nor there, and we'll learn more about Echo as we get along on this show. But that's the character is a, a suit as a, a new persona, and it's also not somebody. Who, which just usually happens also. Once something becomes popular and cool like that, and it's another character playing it, eventually somebody else takes it and becomes, and they go, like, we can just make a Ronin book. And that hasn't happened. That that suit has not stayed with anybody in, like, I'm Ronin. And that does happen a lot in comic books. I, I did some research on this as well. I think the coolest example of the, someone in the Ronin costume is actually Blade. <laughs> Blade was in the Ronin costume. That's awesome. Like, cool. Blade's an Avenger right now. That's, I can't wait to bring Blade into this world. Uh, so Hawkeye's sword doing the magical shrink to nothing in the, the, the hilt oh, yeah. there. Did they do that in Endgame? I don't remember I don't that remember scene. that, I don't no. remember that, no. He I'm just, okay with it, He wipes though. it down, yeah. So Arma- uh, Armando and Because that's Jack... a lightsaber. You just hold that in front of somebody oh, yeah. and go, push the button. It's like, Real. got him. Uh, Armand and Jack both have a bidding war over this. Now, we know Jack collects swords. Why was Armand bidding for it? No, there's, we don't know. That's the mystery. That's a mystery. I think it's yeah. a mystery. We also don't know who kills Armand later coming up. I think it's the the nephew, Armand the Seventh, the little, yeah, the little kid. Yeah. yeah, nice. And then the tracksuit mafia break in. Why do they break in? They are looking for a watch. Is this important? Is this a red herring? What's going on here? We see the watch later on. It was from the Avengers compound. Is this a Tony Stark watch? What is happening? I have my theories. What's your? Can you lay it on me? Let's just say. Uh, that watch looks like it would fit a king. T'Challa. No. It, uh, there's another there's king? A, there's a... King, say, Ar- king let's, Arthur. Let's say you have to poke a pin in it, into the king, the king's pin. Kingpin. Kingpin. Oh. Kingpin. Okay. Kingpin is coming. I see what you're doing. King Arthur, yes. Kingpin. It's a guess. It's a total guess. All this, There's a lot of rumors online like that, and I, don't, I kind of dismissed all of it, mm-hmm. but then I started thinking about the watch and how maybe, again, it, it's just tying into the character of Echo, who we see at the end of the one episode, which we'll talk when we get there, but she has ties into Kingpin. That's why a lot of speculation. If Kingpin there. shows up, Vincent D'Onofrio playing Kingpin, I will be so happy. Because if you if go back and listen to our podcast for the Daredevil Netflix TV show, and I know that's, that's not going to be canon anymore, and they just might be just bringing in some of these actors... I love that show, and I loved Kingpin so much that when they stopped you, you choose between Kingpin showing back up or Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield showing up as Spider-Man. Kingpin, really? Mm-hmm. Get out of here! 
I don't care. The other two, if they all show right, up, that's it's good. But the, the Kingpin is he's he's awesome. Kate puts the Ronan outfit on. They have a fight. It's really, I think it's really good. And the, with the wine, they go outside. There was they, parts that were good, but there was parts where it got a little dark and muddied. And I was kind of like, maybe it's a lighting issue. Maybe it's, it's, a, maybe it's an et- no, maybe it's an editing issue. Maybe there's a little too, little too many cuts. I don't know. I watched it again and I saw everything perfectly. Right. So I don't know. I mean, that's we'll, we'll keep an eye. I on said that. it was minor. The outside truck guy gets bitten by Lucky, and then she comes out, and then she gets. Does she take the watch? We don't know. I believe the dog swallows the watch. That's, the, impre- they, that's the impression I And they have given. to wait till the dog poops it out. I don't know. I, I felt like that was what we were seeing there. Back at Clint's apartment, uh, he's watching on the news. Uh, Pat Kiernan, who's New York One, which is a real news station, is on the news talking. Pat Kiernan has now been in Spider-Man Far From Home, The Punisher, Doctor Strange, Daredevil, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Iron Man 3, and The Avengers. Oh, he's, so he's, he's the Sam he's Jackson real, of this era. He's a he's a real news reporter. So like he's actually been in all these movies. It's and like getting Wolf shows. Blitzer to show up in Wolf in, Blitzer uh, in Mission Impossible. You want to know? I got a little sidetrack. Uh, one of the people I think it's Iron Man two or something. Bill Maher shows up and he's in there. Bill Maher is constantly ragging on superhero movies oh, and comics. And he's like he's like these people. Yeah, he'll take a check. Way to go, Bill Maher. I like actually like Bill Maher, but like I know, but they all do that. Uh, Mark like, Maron. Ma- Mark Maron was in the Joker. He hates the stuff. He's like, oh, I'm in the Joker because De Niro's here. You're in the Joker. Get out of here. You're in a superhero yeah, you're movie. A superhero you're in a superhero movie. movie. Get out of here. We go to Kate's apartment. She gives Lucky some pizza that's been sitting in her apartment for months. Yeah, how long? That's my, that was my question was how <laughs> I long? I know you I had mean, this question. Because she doesn't go home right away. She goes, she hasn't been home yet. Yeah, she's been at school. Mm-hmm. How far away is school? How often does she come home? Back at Armand's apartment, because she goes, she goes to check on Armand. Armand is dead. He was killed. Were, with you, the wait, S-word. were you waiting when Sword. she sees he's dead? Were you waiting for someone to walk in and go, "Ah, you killed him"? Because that's a uh, that's a trope. They, they kind of do that. That's a trope, though. When they they see when somebody walks in on a body, mm-hmm. "Ah, you did it." It's like, oh, not this, not mm-hmm. this again. Writers, terrible writers. Well, they do do that later on when they say there's a mysterious person that could have been Ronan leaving the scene of the crime. So. Mm-hmm. They go back to her apartment and the tracks. Oh no, I'm sorry. They're, they're not the apartment. They're outside. The tracksuit mafia finds her. You may ask how. And there's a wonderful throwaway line that says, "We have eyes everywhere." Done. Solved. I get it. They found her. Nice little fight scene here, and Clint ends up saving her. And that is the end of the episode. That's how the episode ends because he, he sees that it's a, a kid, although she's 22. But she's episode a kid. two. Episode two. Hide and seek. Ooh, what they say. Uh, no. <laughs> no, okay. This episode starts right up where the last episode ended. There is no opening credits. I'm wondering if that's because it was a back-to-back. They knew they were going to do that, Maybe. or are we going to see opening credits in the rest of these episodes? I don't know. At Kate's apartment, they he takes her back to Kate's apartment. I don't think, other, like, I don't think a lot of the other... Sh- uh, and and WandaVision is a different thing, but I don't... Uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I think they just kind of went right into it. The, the, title, the title came up, and then they went. Because it's all about the end yeah. credits on these shows. Mm-hmm. Really. Well, not this one. The end credits on this one are whatever. Well, they're there at the end. At the last, they they kind of it's one of those ones where they pull up different people's names. Remember how we always do this? Like, why is there a oh, space here? They're the gonna worst. happen. All and I had to go through Loki. And Vincent D'Onofrio as go, Kingpin. I had to go through Loki and look at all the changes that happened. I don't think it, I don't think the credits are gonna be that important, but they may be. They go back to Kate's apartment, and he's like, who did you tell about this? She's like, oh, I came to my apartment to drop the dog off, and that's when Maltov cocktails come flying through the window, and we have an awesome scene here where Hawkeye yes. breaks the window, catches one, and throws it back at them. That's superhero it's stuff great. right there. Again, also, no one's in there running over to get the fire extinguisher to put out the fire, but I guess it doesn't She really was matter. running to get her bow and arrow. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I had to, I had to let that go because, like, you know what? It's not about that. There's not. I love the fact that it's not a money issue. Like, Well, the sprinklers oh, turn on. Yeah. 
So there is a sprinkler system in there. And she, although she does use the fire extinguisher, she's like, I'm going to shoot the fire extinguisher. It's going to explode and put out all the fire. And it totally doesn't do that. I love that. That's her not knowing the. She, she's not there yet as a superhero. So that's, I like that. They leave the suit. He's like, I'm going to come back later for it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's going to be important. Or it's just a, it's a sequence that they could have, if you were like making a movie and you wanted to tighten this up, you just takes a suit with him. And then that, that, that yep. adds 20 minutes, takes 20 minutes out of mm-hmm. your storyline. They go to the store to get some Band-Aids. stuff to bandage up her wounds. At the store, Tony mentions that, uh, Hawkeye mentions that Tony stole, sold, <laughs> stole, sold the Avengers Tower. We still don't know who has it. There was that Easter that egg. It was like of, seven years ago. There was that Easter egg of Kang Tower in Loki. It's, but, it's the Baxter building. And, no, I'm saying it's it's like that was seven mm-hmm. years ago. Or, or Spider-Man or, Far From no, no, wait, maybe homecoming, it was, Spider-Man, yeah, it was, homecoming. Yeah, yeah, it was so it was so long. It, again, after that, five years of the snap plus two years, so it's like at somebody's somebody's already in there. Come on, whatever. Yeah, and this uh, I also wrote this down here because I have I am familiar with the comics a little bit. There's a famous one in this series where you get it from the dog's perspective. Do you think we're gonna get an episode God, from Lucky's not. perspective? Would be cool. Like yeah. it would be cool, uh, filmatically. Like to style, stylized wise a lot of to actually see that. I don't need it. Well, it's lucky. You, you, and it's only from one eye. I mean, have to be, half the screen is black the whole time. And it's black it's and white because they can't see color. Oh, nice. They end up going to her aunt's apartment. Well, the other apartment is burning. They go to the, her aunt's apartment. Moira Brandon. This is a comic book character. She is with the. It's a deep cut here. She's an actress. And the owner of the the mansion that the that becomes Avengers compound for the West Coast Avengers. Moira was designated as an honorary Avenger after she died while rescuing Hawkeye and Mockingbird from Crossfire. So that's a deep cut right there. I thought that was interesting. There's a, there's a little bit more about this, why she is a movie star here. First, I also want to point out Kate can pick Locke. We find that out. On the po- There's a poster on the wall that is for the movie Creature of the Dark Galaxy, which is not a real movie. And on the top it says starring Moira Brandon, her aunt, and Luke Ballard. Luke Ballard's not a real person. He is well. He is actually a real person. He's named after a digital compositor on Thor: The Dark World and a digital artist on Doctor Strange: Avengers: Infinity War and Avengers: Endgame. So it was a nice shout out for him. But Moira Brandon is on there. She's an old timey movie star. So they've kept that going. So that could lead to the West Coast Avengers at some point. Maybe. Which Hawkeye was the leader of when they opened. That's the beginning. Yep. He was yep. This, you know, and it was him. And it was Tigra. And it was Vision. Hawkeye ends up going back to Kate's apartment to get the suit. I thought this was really interesting how he walks in, although I, yeah, did, see, I did see somewhere someone was like, he could probably walked in with like Avengers business and just walked in. But yeah, I like why that draw attention to himself? I like that know. he puts on the, uh, the fireman's outfit and goes in. The suit is gone, but he does get an idea that it maybe one of the firemen is a LARPer. Back at Moira's apartment, Kate is on the phone with her mother. We mentioned this a little bit earlier. Kate's mom is shocked that there was a black market auction going on, but she knew about it. She knew about it. What's up with Kate's mom? What's going on here? Very suspicious. Hawkeye's back, and he teaches Kate how to bandage, clean and bandage Mm -hmm. a wound, which is nice. And then he finds out that the person who stole the suit is a character named Grills. And I know there's a character named Grills in the comics. He's he's one of the neighbors. Uh, He's always grilling on the roof that Hawkeye. That's right, yeah. Uh, Grills is a New York firefighter who steals something from someone's house that was burning. Grills is a bad guy, right? They don't play him off as one, but you stole something out of someone's house that was on fire. I, was, I, I would agree with you. Is, but he's, he's supposed to be a, 
first responder. He's a yeah. fireman, so you can do no wrong, I guess. I yeah, they kind of just hand wave this away. They really did. I, yeah, that kind of bugged you. It did bug me, actually. <laughs> Hawkeye does find him online wearing it already, mm-hmm. which was really quick. He found that quickly. So, and also in New York, Hawkeye then sends his kids off to the airport. He's like, I promise I'll be home for Christmas. I don't know. This is this is a Christmas movie, so this is great. We have now five days till Christmas, so he has five days to finish I'll all this up. At Moira's apartment, back at Moira's apartment, we find out uh, Kate's mom owns a security company called Bishop Security. It's the first time that I don't think this has ever been mentioned in the MCU, so we get Bishop Security. I wonder if they've ever had any run-ins with Ant-Man and that uh, security. I don't know. Have okay. they had any run with... Uh, what's the company that does the... Uh, X-Cons. The X-Cons from Ant-Man. Yes. Well, I was thinking of the other company that was in Spider-Man Homecoming, which is uh, Damage Control. But that's, yeah. But that's not... That's a government organization. I want to talk about this scene just a little bit. This is the scene in Times Square. It looks real. I think they actually shot in Times Square for this scene, which Mm -hmm. is pretty impressive when you shoot in Times Square because that place is. Or it's Mandalorian technology. It could be Mandalorian technology. What is that called? The The, uh, the Void. Void. I don't think it is. (laughs) I love that we always mess this up. Always. yeah, what is it called? Anyways, Jerry's going to look that up so we can clarify this. We're always going to get it wrong. They're walking through Times Square. I'm pretty sure they're there. But now that I've said that out loud, they probably shot this during COVID when there was not a lot of people in Times Square. So they could get away with this. And it's, a, it's some really funny scenes here with uh, the event, with Katniss Everdeen and the Hulk and all that kind of stuff. I thought that was fun. At Bishop Security... Kate talks to her mom and Jack. And I, I want to point this out here. Why I don't think Jack is a bad guy. Jack literally bought a book on how to be a stepfather. And they play it off as a joke. But as someone who's in the process of adopting, and I've bought some parenting books, and I haven't bought them. I've rented them. I've checked them out from the library. But I've read some books on parenting and adopting, being an adoptive parent and all that. That shows good steps. That's why I don't think Jack's a bad guy. Like, he's trying to be a, a stepdad. That's good. That's a good thing to do. He got a book for That's it. That's why I don't think he's the bad guy Mm-mm. that the mom is. And it's also not the void. It's the volume. The volume. Yeah, it's, well, V-O-L. Or I was V-O-L. so close. And yet, so, so far. And this was Jerry's favorite moment in the episode because they're mm-hmm. sitting down and they're about to have a conversation. And then they're like, we're going to talk about this over dinner. And then the scene ends. With them just saying, like, why aren't you talking about it? You can talk it? about it right now. You can talk about all this. We'll talk about right this now. tomorrow. We can talk about it now. I got another five minutes. No, no, tomorrow. Like that's a writer crutch. I hate that. Mm-hmm. It was a bad crutch. Yeah, I know you mentioned. You it. need like, to what have. Are you, doing? you need to have like like. I got a call. I have to take this call. Okay, I'll accept that. It's 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 lazy, but I said that. But like, we'll talk about this tomorrow. Why? Because I need to cool down. Why? Why? What's? Why not? Why not just talk about it right mm-hmm. now? Hey, listen, we're on Lost. We have to take a two-hour walk across the island. But do not talk at all about what the others are. And yep. Like Come on. And that, well, this is also she's like, when we have dinner, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the conversation topics, and it's like, well, you could talk about it right now, and you could pick the conversation topics you want to talk about. Go ahead, go, go, do it now, do it now. We go to park. I don't know if this is Central Park or not. And this is where Hawkeye goes to find the Larpers. Larpers live action role playing. I know about this because I've I'm a gamer and I know about it. I don't think you've never heard of Larpers before, have you? Of course I have. Live action role play, absolutely. It's been in other movies. Remember that okay. movie? Uh, yep. LARP, yeah. It's, it's the mm-hmm. one with uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. But I mean, it's been in other films. But oh, there's no, a, no, no, they do the live action role playing. Can Joel be is dressed Dragons. right now I am. as a, a, a second 
degree elf, I think it is. Well, the thing or... is, it's not just it's not just that you can do. There's like vampire parties that are live action role playing. There's all sorts of stuff. My question is, is does this live action role playing meet every day? Like he just happens to be the day he's looking for that, and they're out there doing it. I don't know if live action. I don't know if they meet every day, but I don't know. I'm not in New York. If you're in New York, let us know. <laughs> he signs up. He gets an outfit. Another missed opportunity. I wish he would have picked up when they give him the helmet. I wish it was a Thor helmet. I would've, that would have been fantastic. And so he goes, he walks through the crowd. It's, a it's fun slow scene. motion. Goodness. <laughs> he says that line, laughing out loud. I thought it was amazing. We cut back to Bishop's security. And Kate gets a phone call from Detective Caudle, played by Ivan from the comics. M-B-A-K-O-P. I'm not even going to try it. He's in the, he's, he hasn't done much. He's just in the movie Red Notice. He calls Kate about the fire. Yes, he's a comic book character, correct? Yeah. Back at the park, Clint lets Grill kill him in a trial by combat. I thought that was fun. I really hope Hawkeye enjoyed this, and the end of the series is him bringing his kids, and they are doing LARPing with everybody, and he's having a great time. I think that would just be the best thing to happen in the end of this, because... They don't, I don't, I'm tired. Of, like, don't make LARPing look like it's only for nerds or stupid people. They make a comment like, a lot of these people are policemen and firemen are here. Like, it's fun. It's a fun thing to do. It's not just nerds out there doing Dungeons and Dragons with their satanic worship. No, it's, it's a fun thing to do. Okay, so I hope, I hope that I hope that Clint comes back and brings his family. We'll see. It's hard. To, it's very difficult to see him in this storyline trying to show him having moments of pleasure because they're trying to make mm-hmm. him a dour character. So he's like, he smiles a little bit, but it's really hard for him. Even with his kids, it's kind of a little bit, but like, that's not what we want his character to do. So we're going to not focus on that, but we want to have light moments. We want our cake and we want to eat it too, is what they're doing. Grill mentions to him, he goes, you had fun, right? And he goes, yeah, I'm glad I did it. I'm yeah. hoping that it continues. Anyways, Clint takes the suit. He goes to a New York City gym and locks it up in a locker. And that's where he talks to Laura on the that's phone. That's locker number 268, uh, lot number Avengers Compound. And Avengers issue 268, uh, the villain was a certain Kang the Conqueror. That's awesome. That's awesome. But that probably doesn't mean anything. It probably not. Clint tells Laura on the phone that he's working with the tracksuit mafia again. Or he's going after them. She knows all about this. She knows all about Ronan. He says he's going to do the catch and release, which is something we saw before with, with Natasha in the Avengers movie. She does the catch and release where she acts like it's they caught her. Moves, yeah. yeah, I thought that was awesome. Great, great throwback. At Moira's place. So this is the aunt's place. Kate and Jack. I'm sorry. This is the mom's place. Correct. N- yes. We get a little sword fight here. Little sword fight. Jack is really good at fencing. And she knows it. Yeah, I thought I'm that, hoping, I, all that was good. Here's more hoping for the series. I hope he gets some more fencing, like some awesome fencing scenes. I think that would be really cool. We haven't had a lot of sword play in the MCU, and I think it would be really cool to have like a really long, drawn-out fencing battle. It's tricky because, you know, I mean, like, Hawk, like Hawk, Hawk, Hollywood. Hawkeye Hawk, Hawk can do that, and she can do that, but at the same time, they're like, we're bow and arrow people, but we do this other stuff. But we're bow and arrow people. But I, yeah. I think it would be awesome if we got a nice cinematic sword fight. That would be really, really. That would blow me away. There's an awesome scene here too, where she knocks the foil out of his hand because he like defends it, and the, she gets it knocked out of her hand, and the foil spins on its handle. Mm-hmm. How'd they do that? <laughs> How'd they do that? All like, computer how many, generated. How many takes did it take to get that? I'm it's, curious. Hey, speaking, like, of, speaking of computer generated. Do not watch Disney's uh, Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, I did. I watched it's, it yesterday. It's so terrible. It's so terrible. I don't want it to very derail. Yeah, okay, right, we'll right, talk right. about that. We're going to do a Patreon after this. Okay. Well, all right. Moira wants Kate to work at Bishop Security after she gets out of college. She doesn't want to. 
uh, Jack makes a joke uh, about not, this is not the first time someone tried to take his head off. I don't know what that means. Like, I think in the comics, I believe Jack is the swordmaster, right? Swordman. Swordman. He trains Hawkeye, correct? Uh, yes, or it could have been his. It could have been his father who was a criminal, and that's what Hawkeye was a criminal character mm-hmm. for that short period of time. I believe that's what it is. It's okay. It's it's deep. It's deep Avengers stuff for me. Hawkeye is then taken by the tracksuit mafia, uh, which is a great funny line where he's like, "Guys, I can see through this. I can see through that the bag." That was funny. It was a really funny line. Uh, they also say that she wants him alive. Who is she? We'll find out. Kate is able to uh, turn on a device on on Hawkeye's phone to track him. She had done that to his phone from the Bishop security stuff. Yes. Uh, Kate Bishop's username is Bishop112012. I don't know what that means. That is in reference to... I'm not making this up. I know you think I am, but I just read about that. That is... She's no last name. The digital... It refers to November 2012, the cover date of Matt Fraction's and David Aja's Hawkeye number two when Kate Bishop first appeared in that run. Perfect. She had already been introduced someplace else. Again, those are just, the writers always throw numbers. If you see numbers in, it's usually a comic book well, reference. Speaking of numbers, we get to see Clint's phone number is 212-188-3522. I called it. It was nothing. There was nothing there. I did call Stop it, Stop calling my phone! Remember, remember the days when they used to hide stuff and you can five, call five, it? Five. But not even 555, when they'd actually hide stuff, you call it, and it's like a voicemail. You can hear something. God, they used to do that all the time. They don't do that anymore. Mm. We go to the Tracksuit Mafia hideout, where we find out that uh, Hawkeye's being interrogated, and then he's like, I'm not, you guys don't have me. And they point their guns. It's really funny. Bro, bro. I couldn't get a better place, bro. Yeah, it's great. Kate falls in. She crashes through. I like that. Uh, and then we find we meet a new character who is feeling the vibrations of a speaker. She's a woman. I'm not gonna. I don't know if we want to talk about that because that's spoiler probably for the next episode. Who she is. So I say let's hold off on talking about okay. who this character is. We'll hold is. off on that. We'll talk about it in the next episode. I like that. And that is how the episode ends. Yeah, I love the show. I think it's really good. I enjoyed talking about it. It actually reminded me about a, a lot of stuff and. I'm thinking about the lightheartedness of it. I believe, even though we'll have dramatic moments throughout this, like the dad dying or possibly dying or, or things going forward, maybe something terrible happens, it's still going to stay lighthearted, diehard lighthearted. Diehard's got a lot of rough stuff, but it's light because it is a Christmas show and they're going to market it. You know, It's the most wonderful time of the year, so I don't think it's going to get dark. I think they're going to keep it as light as they can. Not making it farcical, but I think that's what they're going to do. And I'm okay with that. I wonder if Hawkeye's going to get his mask. If he's gonna no. put on a mask at some point, no. They don't even. He doesn't. He doesn't wear it in the comics except for once in a blue moon. Uh, mask is awesome. Moon, no. That mask is awesome. Yeah, it's the Wolverine kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed these two episodes. You keep I'm watching really, the show. I will keep watching the <laughs> okay. show, and we are going to keep delivering podcasts yes, for you. And we will try to get these podcasts out a little bit uh, sooner. Obviously, this one is coming up right before the new episode, <laughs> but. It was a holiday. Well, sometimes people Thanksgiving, like, Thanksgiving was in the middle, so it kind of screwed up all our schedules. So. I know some people like to listen to the podcast before they watch the next episode to remind them what was in the previous episode. Yes, okay. So that's all, the end all of all seventy-two uh, of them. That's it. That's the first two episodes. Uh, what did you think? I hope you liked the show. Join us and let us know. Tell us what you thought. Again, always just go to the window, open it up, and yell out there, and we'll it's hear cold it. outside. <laughs> Why am I outside? Well, that's all we got for this one, right? Hmm. Uh, I'm Hawkeye. Wait, no. <laughs> what am I? I'm Alan Alda. No, that's the wrong Hawkeye. I'm Jerry. And I'm Joel. We'll talk to you next time, bro. Hawkeye.